Hey, what's up everyone, and welcome to North of the Moon's first podcast episode. For those of you wondering, North of the Moon started out on Facebook, made its way to Instagram, and now we are taking it one step further and venturing into podcasts. We will be talking about astrology, of course, but it will be a little bit different from what you get on the Facebook or Instagram pages. If you would like to check out that content, the links in the show bio will take you there. Yeah, so hi, I'm your host Amanda, and my co-host is Gloria, who you will not be hearing. We decided that I will be the voice for now, which I'm going to warn you, makes my Sagittarian Mercury even more fumbly-bumbly than it already is. Please believe that getting this far has taken me at least 30 tries, and probably will take even more than that to get through the editing and piecing it all together to make it sound good. So bear with me, I'm learning, and I appreciate your patience through this whole process. Okay, here we go. We are going to start off by talking about Libra season. A little background on Libra, or Libra. Gloria pronounces it Libra, and over the years, it's just stuck with me as well. So you say Libra, I say Libra, tomato, tomato, neither, neither, however you choose to pronounce it. We are still talking about the lovely Venusian air sign of Libra, which started on September 22nd and ends on October 22nd. So we are already in full swing. Libra is the seventh sign of the zodiac and is over relationships. Libra energy really seeks to strike a balance and a harmony in relationships of all types, but particularly with others and within ourselves as well. Libra strives to accomplish these things in a manner that is fair and just and peaceful for everyone involved. Because of this need for balance, there can be a tendency to become indecisive and possibly lean on others to decide for you because you don't want it to be the one to kind of tip the scales, so to speak. The ruling planet for Libra is the ever lovely Venus. So here we see love and romance highlighted quite a bit. However, with Libra being an air sign, it tends to intellectualize that love to become more the idea of love and not love itself which can help discern what we rationalize in our minds as love versus what's really in our hearts and souls. Another way we can see Venus influencing Libran energy is knowing what looks good or having a great aesthetic eye. For instance, my natal Venus happens to be in the sign of Libra where she is happy, and my mother is constantly having me help her pick out colors, coordinate colors, or telling me how I always can put colors together really beautifully. Another kind of sort of little silly example is before I started recording today, I made sure that I put on makeup, put some jewelry on, made sure I have, I guess what you could call, um, real clothes on, simply because I wanted to feel like that I looked good and felt good about myself even though you can't see me, if you could, I wouldn't want you guys thinking I was some slob or anything like that. 
All right, now that we know a little bit about Libra energy and vibes, we can see how it's going to flavor the upcoming days. Coming out of Virgo season, we start to feel the need to tidy up all the to-do lists and start making lists of party invitations or lunch dates or getting out and socializing, striking a balance between that work and play. Really get out and talk to people, have conversations with people, and Libra Energy is going to give us the ability to do more of that on an intellectual level and not so much of an emotional one. You're going to be able to see or hear the other side of the story or picture and go into it with somewhat of an empathy, I guess you can say. For me, I feel like this is where the holiday vibes, seasons, whatever, really start to kick off. People are wanting to decorate their homes, have parties, create spaces that are beautiful and comfortable and inviting for their friends and family. All of those things are very characteristic of how Venus influences Libra and Libra's need for harmonious relationships. Now let's talk about some more specific astro energies and happenings that you can expect this Libra season. First off, good old Mercury retrograde, which started on September 27th and will end on October 18th. Mercury is the ruler of communication, technology, day-to-day transportations and interactions. So when it goes retrograde, we see these things have a tendency to experience some friction or bumps or slowing down. Being in the sign of Libra, the realms of personal partnerships, earning or making money, your own personal and communal values will need some attention or you will find yourself reassessing your relationships with these things. Don't be surprised if it is harder than you feel it should be or harder than expected to communicate right now. Double check texts, emails, contracts, especially financial contracts, double, triple, quadruple check those right now because there could be some glitches happening. And I'm also going to interject a little PSA right here about Mercury, bleh, thanks Sag, about Mercury retrograde in Libra and with Libra being the sign of others and relationships. If you don't get a text or you do get a text and it rubs you the wrong way or you miss an email or someone is talking to you in a tone that you don't like, try to get some clarification before you react. It could really all be a misunderstanding or they're experiencing the retrograde and spaced out pressing the send button or cyber minions just gobbled it up. But try and talk it out, get clarification, and you could potentially really save everybody involved some unnecessary friction, which we all don't need. Up next, we have a few biggie planets that will be ending their retrograde phases. Starting in chronological order, Pluto will be going direct on October 6th. Pluto is the planet of transformation. Death and rebirth cycles are associated here. 
So the main focus is now you'll be able to see and act upon ending or breaking patterns, behaviors, or relationships that are no good for you or no longer serve you. This extends to toxic relationships. So for the past few months, if you've been reflecting and thinking about any of those things and how they just aren't right for you anymore, you will be able to use Pluto's really transformative energy to bring an end to those cycles or relationships and move forward with a sense of renewed energy. On October 10th, Mr. Saturn will be going direct. Saturn is all about doing the work, putting in the time and not taking shortcuts. So any work you've done to really support your inner core self when it comes to your boundaries, your long-term success, whatever that looks like for you, and the structures you've set up in your life to live your life or to help you grow will really be strengthened and you might even start to see the rewards of those efforts. Saturn might actually start giving you a little handout now and again, which is really nice from Saturn. <laughs> Moving on to October 17th or 18th, depending on where you're at. Big old Jupiter goes direct. Expansion is the key word here. Again, any time or energy you've put into contemplating how or what areas of your life you want to expand and create abundance in, you'll find it easier to put those thoughts into practice and execute those ideas with sort of a big and excited energy. We also see a couple aspects that could create a little bit of grumpy energy on October 17th. Pluto and the sun will irritate each other and you might see some power or control issues come to light or to the surface. Then on October 22nd, Mars will sprinkle a little aggression or brash energy as it also butts heads with Pluto. So just a little something to be aware of. A planetary shift we will see will be Venus moving out of the sign of Scorpio and into the sign of Sagittarius. This is going to give love and relationships an adventurous boost. So don't be surprised if you and your significant other find yourself on spontaneous trips, starting new hobbies, or wanting to get out and explore, or whatever seems adventurous or new to you. You might also find yourselves having some honest, random conversations for example, say you guys end up on a beach sipping a pina colada and all of a sudden your partner starts lobbing truth bombs from seemingly out of nowhere and they don't necessarily have to be negative or like shattering truth bombs, just random little factoids maybe. Or your partner randomly tells you how they love you but they really don't love your scrambled eggs and they've just never felt the need or had the courage or even thought to say anything before, but now it just feels right to blurt it out. <laughs> I don't know, something along those lines. Just be ready for the unexpected. And my advice is to run with it. Go into these opportunities with open eyes and a willingness to learn and do new things. Now for notes regarding the new and full moon this Libra season. The new moon occurs in the sign of Libra on October 6th. 
New moon energy supports the beginning or starting of things. However, Mercury retrograde is going to take precedence here and is going to insist that we tidy up all of the loose ends versus starting new things. And this is kind of funny that this is happening right now, or it's just interesting, I guess. I am recording this on October 6th on the new moon. I'm trying to start something new, but this has been a project that has been in the works for a while between Gloria and I. So it's kind of a twofold. We are tidying it up and also moving it forward, but being in retrograde, it's been kind of a bumpy ride as far as getting the audio recorded, finding time to do the audio, passing notes back and forth, losing her emails, or they go to the junk folder. So that's just how these energies right now are affecting North of the Moon's podcast and our struggles with it. But we're still forging ahead and still making it work. So big pat on the shoulder to us. <laughs> All right. The full moon. Moving on to the full moon. Mars is going to show up yet again for the full moon on October 20th in the sign of Aries. Expect some extra assertive energy in achieving goals or winning. And when I say winning, I mean like, I'm going to get what I want no matter what kind of attitude towards achieving those goals. So just remember to use that assertive energy with integrity and in ways that are productive instead of destructive. Also, some are going to feel this energy more than others. So don't be surprised if you come across people who are more brash than usual or extra ambitious throughout this time. All right, folks, I'm going to leave you with some notes, musings, or little nuggets, if you will, from Gloria herself. Pragmatically, many see Libra season as an in-between time, the weather, or seasonal activities. In fact, it is a cardinal mode sign that initiates new activities, viewpoints, or cycles of growth and completion. This year, though, with all of the retrograde planets, it may be a better time to review and revise plans. There's also a lot of internal work that can be initiated to raise your own vibrations and energetic frequency. Increasing health, knowledge, abundance, or love through self-mastery is more suited to this year's energetic fabric. Libra is an air element sign. Air always works in the domain of the intellect and is tasked with connecting things together. Communications are under the influence of air. At the moment, the ruler of communications, Mercury, is in Libra but is retrograde until October 18th. For now, review your inner workings. How do you give and receive love? Libra involves the energies from the direction of the east. In the sky, it commands the area included in 180 to 210 degrees of the celestial longitude. It asks you to think, listen, and discern not only what's good for you, but also for the betterment of others. It corresponds to the justice card in the major arcana of the tarot. Its symbol, the scales, is the only one in the zodiac that is an inanimate object. It's up to you 
to keep them balanced through deliberate thought. Rose quartz, tiger's eye, or lapis lazuli are universally beneficial during larva season. Although, as an individual, you may develop other preferences, and it's strongly suggested that you find what vibes with you. Sandalwood can be used to balance energies, juniper to cleanse and to call in abundant energies for love or projects, roses to balance, soothe, and beautify your space. Thank you, Venus. A little spell for luck. The winds of change I feel tonight. The waters are calm and the sky is bright. Luck be mine, come into me. My desires are true, so mote them be. Okay, party people. Thanks for listening. Keep an ear out for next episode, which will be on Scorpio season. And remember to stay in your magic.